are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad to be with you today. Today, we are continuing our discussion about relationships and why our relationships are so important to our health. But before I launch into this discussion again, I would like to let everybody know that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show over there, The Healing Whisper. It is a gardening show, and I do have videos about doing the healing codes, how to do the healing codes, and guiding you in some very specific healing codes for very specific uh, categories of healing. I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for disclaim. <laughs> I can say this is a disclaimer. <laughs> the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Okay, relationships. We have been talking about how relationships are everything. And when it comes right down to it, the relationships that we have is everything in our life. If we have good relationships, we have reduced stress, we have reduced illness, and just generally happier and more joyful in life. But anybody, doesn't have to be a scientist, doesn't have to be a physician, anybody can tell you when a relationship is going sour or something is just not right about a relationship, it's a very stressful time in your life. You tend to get sick and you're definitely unhappy. That's just the way it is when it comes to relationships. And when a relationship is going well, let's just say, for example, you have met someone and you have fallen in love with that person. The world is bright. You know, the their, their expression of seeing the world through rose-colored glasses 
is what's going on when you're in a new relationship or, shall we say, a newly renewed relationship. And the song, Smoke Get It In My Eyes, that has to do with a relationship. In fact, a majority of songs that we have in this world today have to do with a relationship of some nature. And it could be just a simple song like Carly Simon wrote a number of years ago. I think it was Carly that wrote the song, but at least I know she sang the song, is that you're so vain. That's about a bad relationship. And, you know, I could go on and on and on about songs that have to do with relationships. And even if it doesn't seem to be a relationship with another human, it could be a song about a relationship with God or a deity or another animal. That's how important relationships are. Now, last week, I went over some of the six basic relationship issues. And those were pain. Anytime you have a relationship, you have pain. And how we respond to that pain, we can respond in love or we can respond in fear. Actually, if you respond in fear, it's actually more of a react in fear. And relationships The basic relationship issue has to do with programming. What is our programming around a relationship or any relationship? It's it's like our internal hard drive. And if we've got a virus in our programming around a relationship, our natural mechanisms are to react in fear. And then another basic relationship issue has to do with our attitude around a relationship. Are we forcing ourselves to be positive about a relationship or a natural positive attitude? If it's a forced positive attitude, then that's coming out of a negative programming, or shall we say that virus that we've got in our bio hard drive. And then the next question is, what is our behavior around a relationship? Do we respond in pain? Do we respond to our programming? How is our behavior? Sometimes, So goes our attitude, so goes our programming, goes our behavior. And the behavior can be a positive behavior, that of behavior in love, or a negative behavior, that being a behavior of fear. And the final 
relationship issue has to do with judgment. What are our judgments around a relationship? Yes, folks, we all make judgments. We all make judgments all the time. We have to make judgments. I have to make a judgment when I drive into work. Now, am I going to turn left here or am I going to go straight ahead and go that direction? That's a judgment. And then the judgment, first thing in the morning is, do I need to put on a coat before I go outside or not put on a coat? I'm making a judgment. The kind of judgment, though, that I have been talking about is the negative judgment about another person. And when you make a judgment about another person, you're doing one or two things. You are either elevating yourself above that person or putting yourself below that other person. And it doesn't matter what way you're judging another person. Unfortunately, it will come back to bite you. And that's just the way of the universe. Judgments always come back to the person who has made a judgment. One of my favorite examples given by Robin Perry Braun, one of my guests in uh, June of 2016, talked about she was always judging her husband for losing his keys. And in doing so, she was putting herself above him. And lo and behold, at some point in time, she lost her keys. Now, that's the way it came back to her. It's not a bad thing to have the same situation happen to you. But it is a wake-up call. So if you're judging a person for the way they're dressing, you may find yourself unable to dress well, or you may find yourself in a situation where you weren't dressed appropriately, and it was sort of an accident. But those are the six basic relationship issues. That of pain. How do we respond to pain? What is our programming around pain and relationships? What is our attitude relative to this programming? How are we judging others, including ourselves? And what is our behavior? Now, these all come down. One leads to the other. Pain leads to response to pain. Response to pain leads to our programming. Our programming leads to our attitude. Our attitude leads to judgment. And judgment leads to our behavior. Now, today, I want to talk about three critical components to our relationships And they're called the three C's. And they are absolutely the most critical factor in every single relationship that we have. 
And these cannot be avoided no matter what you try to do in a relationship. So folks, when we come back from the break, we'll talk about those three C's. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're talking about relationships and more specifically, the critical three C's to our relationships. So, the first C is that of commitment. And when we are in a relationship, there is a commitment. And some of you may think that what a commitment means is something along the lines of marriage or a commitment of being with each other forever and things along those lines. But let's just take a very simple relationship of you've just met somebody and It's a commitment that you just met somebody and you want to be their friend. That is a commitment. That's a commitment on your part. You don't know what that other person's commitment is going to be. You never know what that person's commitment is going to be. Nor can you force a specific commitment on another person. Now, technically, excuse me, technically, 
a commitment is when you make a decision to love someone and it is a vow to love always through the good and the bad. Now, what does that have to do with a friendship? Folks, everything that we do in our relationships is either about love or fear. Now, if you have vowed to be a friend to that person, what happens in the bad times? Does that friendship just simply go away? Or do you stick with that person through the bad times? That means you're being a true friend. We can all take that definition of commitment and apply it to our marriages or our permanent relationships. But how many of us want to give up in the bad times? I would say every single person here listening, we've all wanted to give up through the bad times. But we have a choice. We have a choice of behaving in a positive way, responding in love, and forgiving if there is a forgiveness that needs to happen in that bad time of a relationship. Now, the forgiveness may be needing to be directed towards yourself. And how would that be? Well, let's just say with a perfect example of a spouse who has become very ill. And maybe you didn't do something that you felt you should have done to help that spouse out. And then you're putting yourself into a guilt trip about that. Maybe it's something that you chose not to do, or maybe it's something that you figured out later on, oh, I should have done this. But if you're putting yourself on a guilt trip for that, either that should or that just simply didn't, then you have to forgive yourself and move on. Then you have to ask that person for forgiveness. And guess what? If it was something that you felt you should have done, your spouse may look at you and say, what? What do I need to forgive you for it? That for? That that was no biggie. Or they may look at you and say, yeah, I understand. Whether they forgive you or not is not the point. The point is, that you recognize something in behavior, you recognize the need for forgiveness, and you have drawn out the forgiveness or put it out there. And maybe 
You just simply need to forgive that other person for being ill. Think about that. Now, our next critical C is communication. And is communication a challenge? And if we look at communication, it's absolutely critical in any relationship. Can you imagine not talking ever to somebody whom, with whom you're in a relationship? I can't. And if you think of it, what happened if you never said a word? How is that other person going to know what you need? And folks, we have not developed ESP to the point (laughs) that we can converse with our other senses. Even a person who is mute, unable to speak for whatever reason, communicates. They communicate through hand signals. They communicate through touch, through drawing pictures. About the only person who doesn't communicate with other people is my good old hermit in the cave. And yet, that hermit in the cave is communicating with him or herself and is communicating with God. Now, what if we are not communicating in a loving and positive way? That has to do with the category, the healing category of kindness. Now, kindness doesn't really need much of an explanation because either you're kind or you're not kind. We've all experienced unkind things done to us in a relationship and I'd be willing to bet we have all responded or reacted in an unkind way to certain things. It is the nature of being human. But as we grow, we can learn to become kinder as long as we are able to change our beliefs surrounding kindness. Now, we all communicate differently. Excuse me. Now, if you've ever read the book, and I would highly recommend reading this book, it's called The Five Love Languages. Now, a language is a way we communicate. And one thing about this book, The Five Love Languages, it's really speaking towards a spousal relationship. 
But you know what? These five love languages actually belong to any and all relationships in the human realm. One of the ways that we can respond or that the way we communicate with another person is by, for example, giving gifts. And if our gift is rejected, it breaks our hearts. And the other person may or may not know that they are being unkind by rejecting the gift or even not giving a gift. They may not understand that. And when it comes to that love language, you have to learn other people's languages. Just like if you were to go to a foreign country where you did not speak the language. You cannot communicate. You cannot even say, where are the bathrooms or the toilets? You have to learn that language in order to communicate. So when we communicate, even in a different way, the key is to communicate in love. Think the truth in love and do the truth in love. And do it all the time. That is the key. And once you start communicating this way, things will change dramatically for you. Very dramatically. And so what does communicating the truth in love look like? Well, let's go back to that example of you gave a gift to somebody and they rejected that gift in whatever way they rejected the gift. Now, you have the choice of responding in anger right then about their action or you can take a deep breath think about how a response would be in love and it may look like I'm sorry, the gift wasn't to your liking. I really tried hard to get you something that you would like. What can I do different? It may look like that. Or something different. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll talk about the third C, that is critical to our relationships. Don't go away.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am just thrilled to be with you today. Before we head back into our conversation about relationships, I would like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Now, just before the break, we talked about two of the critical C's in any relationship, that of commitment and that of communication. Now, we have a third C, which is communion. And folks, I'm not talking about the type of communion that uh, we have when we go to church, and that is a sacred rite that some Christians partake in. And I am talking about the communion that relates to the intimacy or closeness, which is really not really the same thing as sex. It is about loving each other on a very deep level. You know, when... The 60s rolled around, and yes, I was there, but uh, let's just say I wasn't old enough to participate in the 60s, (laughs) like so many comments say if you remember the 60s, you weren't there, but I do remember what came out of the 60s in that the whole thing was make love, free love. And on and on about love. Now, I'm not saying this sarcastically, but when you take the act of sex and say, I'm making love, 
that's really not an accurate statement at all. Sex can come from love, but it is not making love. And folks, I want to put it out there. If someone ever says to you, if you loved me, you would do this, sexually speaking. That has nothing to do with love. That has everything to do with kindness, which is unkind to do that to another person just for your selfish needs. So enough said. But it is a critical C to have communion and that's loving another person on a very deep level. And folks, until you have experienced that kind of love, it's impossible to explain. It's impossible to describe because it is a different experience for each and every person. What I experience on a very deep love will not be anything like what my husband experiences. But if you're in a relationship without this type of communion, then it's a superficial relationship. And yes, we will all have relationships that is on a superficial basis. Let's just say that, uh, you know, you're co-workers. You're not going to deeply love each and every co-worker. But you will need to learn to love each and every one of those co-workers enough that you can respond in love to some sort of behavior that may just tick you off. When it comes to communion, we're talking about two categories within the healing codes. One is a category of trust and the other, of course, is the category of love do have to trust, unreserved trust, to love deeply. And that trust has to understand that pain will come, that you will have to respond to the pain, and that depends upon your programming. And I'm repeating myself, or 
let's just say I am repeating these categories. And if there is the slightest distrust related to another individual, then it will be very difficult to achieve that kind of communion. Now, one last thing about these three C's, the commitment, the communication, and the communion. This is all within you. You have to be the one that has the absolute trust to have communion. And folks, it is in purely a one-sided communion. A friend may walk out on you and walk away and you've had a deep commitment to that friend. You have worked hard at communicating in kindness and you trust that friend explicitly. And yet, they did something, they left, whatever. Your commitment to that person doesn't change. Your communication to that person does not change. And your communion with that person doesn't change. They may never speak to you again for whatever reason. Maybe they moved out of the country. Maybe they passed away. But you still will love that person on a very, very deep level. Now, the final thing that I want to speak towards on this relationship thing (laughs) is being stuck. Now, what does that mean, being stuck? It's about not being stuck with a person you don't want to be with. It's just stuck in something. You might be stuck in a negative belief. Let's just say this person whom you have a relationship has a belief around money that says money is abundant. It is coming to me all the time and in all ways. And yet you have that belief that money is not abundant. It doesn't come. You have to work hard. And it goes away almost as fast as it comes in. You're stuck in a belief that is different than that other person, that spouse's belief. And as long as you're stuck in a belief different from the other person, it will keep that other person 
stuck as well. It's an odd thing about relationships that they do that. So you aren't going to go many places. Where I live in the wintertime, sometimes we get a lot of snow. And people will get stuck in a snowbank, either because they don't know how to drive in the snow, or if they know how to drive in the snow, maybe somebody else came along and shoved them off into that snowbank. Well, you know what? They're not going anywhere as long as their car is stuck. And if that car is stuck in the lane, all the other cars coming along are stuck as well. And that's the way it works in a relationship. One person gets stuck, and the whole family tends to get stuck. So you just need to get unstuck. You need to identify that negative belief, and it may or may not have anything to do with the relationship as far as the belief is concerned, like my example of the belief surrounding money, it has to do with money, but it has everything to do, again, with the relationship. <laughs> so now how do you go about identifying these beliefs and changing them? Well, you have to do it changing them. You have to do it through an energetic means. Which means any energetic medicine that you can think of. And of course, my favorite is the healing codes. But folks, when we come back from the break, I'm going to give you some tips on how to identify where some of your negative beliefs lie. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We have been talking about relationships over the past three shows. And now we need to talk about how to find some of those negative aspects that our beliefs are, that we have down deep in our heart that are keeping us stuck, that are keeping us unhealthy, that are keeping us stressed out. There's a couple of ways to go about identifying them. One is through meditation. And if you meditate, you probably already know that as a person meditates, things will be coming to them that they need to work on. And another is through simple noticing how you're behaving. And a final way, it's similar to meditation and yet different. It can be different. And that's through prayer. Um, Many people, I really include prayer and meditation as one as of the same thing. And there are others that really want to separate the two things. Whatever is just fine. And there is a way that you can go and take a free little test. It, it takes, it's online. It takes about 20 minutes and like I said, it's free. And this will help you identify where some of your issues lie. And so where you'll go is to thehealingcodes.com and scroll down on that website to the Relationship Issue Finder. You'll also see a little test called the Heart Issues Finder. And that's good, too. It's a very good little test to take. However, the Relationship Issue Finder is more comprehensive. It brings in our relationships and how we react in those relationships. And what you will get out of this little test is a score related to each of these individual parts. You'll get a score about unforgiveness, about harmful actions, about unhealthy beliefs. And if you're real familiar with the healing codes or even slightly familiar, you'll know those are the first three items that you work on with the healing codes. You'll also get a score about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, self-control, and positive statements. Now, they take all of those scores 
and then put them into those relationship components. The components of the pain, response to pain, programming, attitude, judgment, behavior, etc. And this will give you a clue as to where you need to work. It's also fun. They give you a nice little colored graph that goes with it. And it may be a little bit harmful, or I shouldn't say harmful. It may be a little bit confusing when you look at all these scores and say, well, where do I start now? Well, you can take these scores and there will be positive numbers and there will be negative numbers. And if you have a negative number, that's not a bad thing. That's just something where you need to work within healing. And folks, it doesn't matter which healing modality you choose to use. It really doesn't matter. But if you see like a negative score, a huge negative score in the area of unforgiveness, you need to work in that area, which doesn't mean that you don't need to work in the other areas, which you absolutely do. For full and complete healing within any relationship, you need to work in all areas of the relationship all areas of yourself of these categories where we carry the negative beliefs. It would be like getting dressed for the day and just putting on your shoes. Well, you're not dressed, but you have on your shoes. That's what just working and working on one category does. What I usually recommend, especially for somebody just starting out in their healing journey, is to start with the lowest score and work on that one for a week. And then continue with the next lowest score for the next week. And you'll get through all 13 of these scores within three months. And then you can start over again. Or, better yet, go and take that relationship issue finder. And if you're a busy person and don't feel you have time to do this all the time, there are ways to ramp up the power of the healing codes and the effectiveness of the healing codes, especially when it comes to relationships. And folks, that is what I will start talking about next week. 
we have within the Healing Code family a additional Healing Code. And uh, Dr. Lloyd is calling it the Healing Codes 2. It had been 15 years since he had been given the Healing Codes. And yet, there was more. And we have them now. And I am just so thrilled to begin next week teaching you the Healing Codes 2. What they're all about and how they work. And it doesn't mean that the Healing Codes 1 are no longer effective because they are and they work great. And now we can just bump it up, turbocharge it, so to speak. You know, everything we've been talking about today has to do with your heart. Now, that's see, I love you with all my heart heart. And one of Dr. Lloyd's mentor and a mentor of mine now, albeit a mentor by <laughs> virtual mentorship, Larry Napier. He says we are who we are in our hearts. We don't see things the way things are. We see things the way we are. He also says what we really believe is what we believe in our hearts. We are what our hearts are. And our hearts make decisions automatically and instantaneously. That's why King Solomon, thousands of years ago, he said, above all else, guard your heart. For everything that you do flows from it. So remember, folks, our hearts make decisions automatically and instantaneously. Heal your heart. Heal your life. And until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.